MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. It's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate, though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week, I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. It's The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. My first guest tonight is an Academy Award nominee whose new film is Beatriz at Dinner. You think killing is hard, huh? You wait in the bushes, the animal might outrun you or charge you. It's not easy to get your shot, hmm? Try healing something. That is hard. That requires patience. You can break something in two seconds. But it can take forever to fix it. Please welcome Salma Hayek Pinot. Hi, nice to have you on. I am so excited to be here. I've wanted to have you on any show that I'm doing for a long time. We met once backstage at uh, Global Citizen the Global Concert. Citizens last yes. year. Exactly. And we had fun. We were rocking there. No, you seem like a very fun person. I am. Well, and, 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 and uh, you've you proved it. This so is you. Shocked. Is this on the red carpet at uh, Cannes? Is this yes. where you have the pink hair? Yes. Why no more pink hair? I love the pink hair. Well, we can try it on next time I come. I kept the wig. It's somewhere in there. Did it freak out? You have a daughter, right? It freaked everyone out. Because especially, especially kids don't want to see no, their... my their... husband. No, she was cool. She was like, and I wear it after you, but my husband was like... Do you really, are you sure you want to do this? He was, I think I embarrassed him a little bit, but then it worked out. Everybody was there, and he couldn't believe that I actually pulled it off. I do that all the time, I surprise him. Uh, this year, there were a lot of uh, Latino and Hispanic artists at, uh, at Cannes. There, uh, Guillermo del Toro was there, and Gal Garcino Bernal, and Diego Luna, and you. I was it nice so to see to, and uh, see people I was representing? So, I was so moved because we went to take a picture, and I th they told me family picture. I thought it was a picture of me and my husband, and all of a sudden I see a hundred of the most amazing minds of cinema for so many different generations and different countries there. And I realized that out of these 100 people from all over the world, at least 10% were Latinos. Most of the 10% were Mexican. And they were my friends. And I felt such a sense of pride. And I was so moved that I went crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, you went crazy? I went crazy. And this is at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I say to my husband, Again, I, this is another one when he, he just goes, did I really hear what she just said? 
we need to bring a mariachi tonight. Because it was the 70th anniversary of Cannes. It's like, it's a big gala, very elegant. You, we can't walk in with a mariachi. Oh, yes, we can, baby. I know how to do this. But wait, and we need to bring find... tequila and mezcal. Okay, but you're in... You're, you're, you're in Cannes, That's like, where do you said. find the mariachi Where are you going to find the mariachi in Cannes? Yeah. You don't. You fly them in from Paris. Paris, and of course. hurry up, because <laughs> the dinner is very soon. Paris, of course, the, the of home course. of the finest mariachi players. Actually, there's some... There's baby, some... baby, we're everywhere. There's some really good, talented mariachis in Paris. In Paris, really? Okay, so, so you get, you, 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 you scare one up on the phone, and then you fly him down. No, plane tickets available. We had to go to Marseille, then drive them in, find a hotel, look in all the bars for all the remains of mezcal and tequila in every single bar of the place. It was a big production. And then finally, my, my husband was like, oh my God, she's crazy. How is she? And then finally, I come in, I waited for some of the boring people to go home. They go home earlier. Boring people go home? Yes. Yeah, uh -huh. And then the mariachi walks in, and it was amazing. Everybody went crazy. It was a huge success. Everybody was trying to be Mexican, pretending to be Mexican. <laughs> they were pretending. They were, like, drunk with the tequila, pretending to be singing, in, know the songs and singing in Spanish, you know? I saw one European, very famous person going, Ay, 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 cerveza, cerveza, taco, Cancún enchilada, chiquita banana, hasta la vista, baby. Well, we have, there's, actually, we have footage of this moment, uh, not that moment, we have a first moment with this, Guillermo del Toro. That's Alejandro González Iñárritu, next <laughs> Before they were all sitting down very elegantly, and then it turned into a cantina, the 17th anniversary mm -hmm. of Cannes. How did the French take it? They loved it. Oh, they yeah. were so great. They yeah. were singing well, and dancing. Now, your daughter Valentina, who's nine, uh, does she take after you or take after your husband? Because your husband is a, is a businessman, right? My, my husband is a businessman. She takes after a little bit of both. She goes to places. Right now, she's really into my husband's jeans face. She's really a, quite an entrepreneur. Is she running a business? Yes, she's running a business with her slime. I forbidden her to, to sell it. Wait, in. sorry, so I'm with her what? Slime. She makes <laughs> slime in my kitchen. She's taking over the kitchen. Oh, like the stuff the kids play with, like the... Yes, yes. Yeah. The, she makes them, and she has all these different recipes, and she experiments, and... I mean, it's a big production. I have, like, a whole closet full of slime. I mean, we are swimming in slime in my house. So, and then she sells it? Is there a black market for slime I don't know about? Well, I never th I, I hope I'm... You know, not because of you, I'm going to go to jail for not paying taxes on the slime. The slime we're selling in the house. No, no, I'll get you a good lawyer. I'll get you a okay. good lawyer. Because um, I, I banded her for selling it in the school, which was a terrible thing, because my husband, I, I tried to get him to be on my side and tell her not to do it. And she was like, well, how much are you selling it for? And then, you know, how much is the material? You're selling it for too little. You have to sell it for more. So it, it was not a good idea. And now you know what she's doing? She is getting anybody that comes into my house at the delivery perch, and they come to bring the groceries. Do you want some slime? And she's like selling, selling 
at any opportunity. Today she called because he, you know, my, my husband is going back and see her today and she's like, you have to get me this glue from the States because it's better than this thing and this thing and can I please buy these materials? And, and I'm like, and he goes, as long as you pay back with your revenues. <laughs> so they continue this uh -huh. horrific well, conversation. You've explained to her about lemonade stands, right? Yeah, she did that when she was six. She's like growing, the business is growing. So what did she get? <laughs> What, what, did, what did you give her? Like, what did she get from mom? She obviously got the business acumen from dad. What did you, what did you pass down to your child? Yeah, she's incredibly talented. Okay. Unfortunately... That's not what I meant. I was gonna say, you know, despite the fact that she's incredibly talented, unfortunately, she inherited my stage fright. You have stage fright? But you, how can an actress I was terrified have... of all you before I came out. <laughs> why do you have stage fright? You're a, you're a brilliant actress. Why, why would you have stage fright? Um, I don't know. That's like a shrink question. I've tried to... Well, let's talk about your childhood, Selma. <laughs> so, you gotta go here in just a minute, but I want to ask you about the movie uh, in uh, Beatriz. Uh, this movie was dreamt up before Donald Trump was president. Right. And yet you, you play, uh, are you playing in a Mexican-American uh, sort of a physical therapist, like masseuse uh -huh. and healer, uh -huh. who comes to a very rich person's home, uh -huh. and the guy, if I'm not mistaken, he is a hotel magnate who hunts big game. He's a guest of the, of the house. I get stuck in this dinner, mm -hmm. and uh, they get stuck with me. And yes, he, he, he's that kind of guy. Is it based on Donald Trump? It was originally based on the guy, the, the dentist that killed uh, Cecil the lion. Oh, I remember yeah, the dentist from Minnesota mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. shot Cecil the lion. And then yeah. he did a recopilation of this type of people, Mike White, genius uh, writer. Uh, but then I think he's psychic or something because as the time keeps going by, it, it just uh, keeps feeling really strange, this movie how many things you see in the news, and it could have been at that dinner. And it's very relevant to the times. Uh, so it, it, it's a lot like Donald Trump, but it was not made for him. It was made for me. Well, Sama, thank you so much thank for being so here. Much. It was lovely to finally talk to you. Beatriz at Dinner is in theaters this Friday. Salma Hayek Pino, everybody. Coming up, Eva Longoria. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never 
going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back, my friends. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is an actor, producer, and director you know from Desperate Housewives, telenovela, and now Searching for Mexico. Roberto is making his Regado Negro from scratch. So, if you want to step... Yeah, what do I do? With me as his wingman. Can we put it in here? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, already, I already messed up. Okay. put some cumin, just oh, a little bit, a like little a spoon. Bit. Yeah, that's good. What is this one called again? Anatosix. You can put more, 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 more. The spices are lightly toasted, but when it comes to the chile... It's burning! <laughs> we crank up the heat. The more you burn the chile, the, the less, less hot. hot. Now you can start smelling. Yeah. Oh, it's smoking. <laughs> wave, it, wave it towards you. <laughs> Please welcome Eva Longoria. Nice to see you again. Good to see you. I have not seen you in person yeah. since before COVID. You, we, we did one Zoom interview yes. over COVID. But for someone who does so much, you know, you're an actress, a producer, you're a director, you're, you have a graduate degree in public policy, I believe. <laughs> uh, Chicano, Chicano studies. Oh, Chicano yeah. studies, okay. <laughs> um, uh, what was it like for you to be trapped inside for all that time? Because you seem oh, yeah. like someone who might go a little hamster wheel crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was well. I have a at that moment. It, I had a two year old son, so it was Ooh. it was great because I was like, oh, I get to be with my son. That's the first time I never worked in my life. Like I've been working since I was eight. Uh, you know, mowing lawns, working at Wendy, whatever it was, and uh, I worked at Wendy's. And, uh, Did you work and the window? Did you work the window? Of course I worked the window. It's a lot of <laughs> Welcome to Wendy's. How can I take your order? Um, <laughs> no, but I, uh, but I, I enjoyed it because my son was two, and I was like, this is a good age for him to have mom around. And then once yeah. COVID ended and I went back to work, he was like, where are you going? <laughs> he didn't understand. I was like, no, mom works. He's like, no, no. Now, uh, many people got very good at drinking during COVID. Yeah. I don't necessarily recommend yeah. it on a high level, but that, I certainly that did my me. part. That was me, yeah. And you know what? COVID turned me to cocktails because I was a wine girl mm-hmm. and then COVID made me a cocktail girl. Okay. Yeah. And I understand you have a particular cocktail that you're very good yeah, at Yeah, I'm very good at making. With it. And what, well, are, we, what are we making with what is, you, you, this? You, is were, <laughs> you, were very, you were very productive. I was productive. Let me you tell you. You were very productive. What, what did you I'm produce an, during I'm an COVID? overachiever. I started drinking tequila, and I was like, I'm going to make one. This is um, your tequila. It's my Casa tequila. Del Casa del Sol. Oh, kids, okay, Casa del Casa Sol. Casa del Sol, yes. So are we doing shots here, or what no, are we doing? No, oh my God, no. I became a mixologist during COVID. Well, I can just hand it to you. you oh, no, here. We're going to... Um, oh, this has ice already. Well, I'm going to make it so we don't take up so much time. We're going to do this. But I'm going to... Okay, because you're going to love this. Now, do you like tequila? I like tequila fine. I've gotten into a lot of fights. So we do lime, agave, and some reposado. Okay. And uh, we just need to do a little bit more. Sure. Uh, there's and, two of us. Uh, there's two of us. Why yes. not? And yes. then 
We give it a good shake. Do you have a Do you have a Topo Chico by any chance? I'm sure I do. Is that what this is? Yeah. There you go, Topo Chico. Now what do I do with it? Do I put them in here? Just a just a splash. A splash. Is that it? That's too much. Oh, that's too much. Okay, yeah. sorry about that. All right, mm -hmm. that's too much. I'm gonna mm -hmm. do a dirty How does one design their own tequila? I don't understand. Pour. This is an amazing tequila because we age it in cognac barrels, so it's a lot smoother. And there's a lot of amazing women behind this tequila. It's not a tequila for women, but women drink a lot of tequila, so. It's very slenderizing is my understanding. Yes. Thank you. There you go. Cheers. Mm. Let me, um, we need tahin for the rim. Mm. Oh, this interview is going really well. Isn't it great? <laughs> Isn't that now, amazing? Thank you so much. You're I welcome. Something for you right here. You're now, welcome. You got the new show on uh, on CNN. It's called Searching for Mexico. Sorry, <laughs> hence yes. the tequila. Exactly. Yeah. Did, first of all, did you find it? Um, did, did, Stan, <laughs> did Stanley Tucci help? Because he's been looking for Italy for years. I know. I know. I think so what, he finally found. What is it? What are you he looking found Italy. for? I am. Well. Like Stanley, he's Italian American, and he kind of went back to explore his roots. And mm -hmm. so he called me, and they were going to do a spinoff of the series, Searching mm -hmm. For. Yeah. And I pitched Mexico, and I was like, Mexico is a jewel of a country, gastronomically. It mm -hmm. is. It is an amazing. Yes. What do you learn? What do you learn from a person's? What do you learn from Mexico's food? That it's more than tacos and tequila. Okay. I mean, I know we're drinking tequila, and it's very stereotypical. I but... know. On, 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 I'm afraid to say, Taco Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday! This is true. This is true. Is but it? it's the number one cuisine eaten in the United States, and I think it's it's a, a country that's misunderstood and, and gets a bad rap. And I, I think this show is going to do great for the relations of, of our country with our closest neighbor, our biggest trading partner. And it's beautiful, because when you talk about the food of a country, you're talking about the people of the country. Mm -hmm. And Mexico's full of beautiful people. And you've described yourself. You've described yourself as a hundred percent American and a hundred percent Mexican. Yeah. At the same time. The same okay, time. that's two people. But <laughs> now I know your family's lived in Texas before there was the United States. Yeah. I mean, you were, you know, so you you are yeah. both all American and all Mexican. What does that mean to you? Well, it means I, I really straddle the hyphen of what, you know, in between being both. When I'm in America, people go, oh, you're Mexican, you know? Yes. And then I'm in Mexico, and they're like, oh, you're the American. So I am neither here nor there, ever. And I think a lot of people navigate that identity, specifically in Texas. I'm a Texican, really. And I, yeah, Texas! <laughs> so it's, um, it's, it was fun to do this show, to explore Mexico. My husband's Mexican from Mexico City. And so he went with me, and my son went with me on this on this whole journey in in the four months. And he just he was like, "I've never been to this state. I've never eaten this thing." And so it was really eye opening for for him. And he he's Mexican. So your as you said, your son traveled with you. Who's yeah. now how long? How old four? He's uh, four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half. Okay. There's a clip here. What's going on in this clip that you sent? sent oh to well. Us? Okay, my son's. First language is Spanish, because we live most of the time in Mexico City. And so he's surpassed my Spanish. I didn't grow up speaking Spanish. So he's like, he's four, and he's surpassed my Spanish. So he was kind of like our translator while we were <laughs> in Mexico. I was like, honey, can you tell the man, you know, I can't say big numbers in Spanish, like 1,912, but yes. he, he, he knows how. Okay. So I'll tell him, you know, how much is that? Will you tell him? It's... You know, one nineteen hundred dollars. So you're having your son barter for you. Yeah. <laughs> what, so this Jim? is him. He watched Dora the Explorer, and he's mimicking Jim Dora. Delicioso. Can you say delicioso? 
Sí, delicioso. The kid's got a future in voiceover. He's giving me a Spanish lesson. Can you say delicioso? Delicioso. <laughs> Lovely to see you, Good Eva. to see you. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.